It's time for our weekly conversation with pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor. It is week two, Fred. The Jags need a W. How are you? I'm good, JP. Weak dose. Uh, can I have a dose of Ekes? I mean, is it a is it a, a official? Do we have an official uh, beverage sponsor or anything? Because I don't want to mess up anything. But, uh, you know, I was relaxing watching the game last week, enjoying the Dos Eques, and, um, you know, the guys couldn't pull it out, but they looked okay, man. That's the point I'm trying to make. I'm really just trying to get to that point. You know, the team looked, you know, really good, man, and uh, uh, I wish they would have finished like we all do, but hopefully uh, we can get it done here today. It's 5 o'clock somewhere, Fred. Um yeah. You got to think about it sometimes, and you know, <laughs> uh, any, any more of those red zone failures will drive you to drink. You know, sometimes too, uh, they failed in the first half last week three times in the red zone. Yeah. They had those op- those opportunities, just a couple overthrows, a drop by ETN, and you just got to learn how to finish those inside the twenty. Yeah, you definitely want to close those out. You know, uh, take advantage of those opportunities. You know, they they were there. You know, they came out driving the ball well. Got down there, I think it was third and 14 from like the 14 or something like that or 15 or something. You know, those odds of converting are extremely high. Um, I mean, are are extremely low. Forgive me. And, uh, you know, they they do have to finish out, JP. You know, that along with early tackling woes. You know, because the commanders, they weren't doing anything extremely sexy. You know, they were just taking advantage of what the defense was giving them, which was soft coverage and missed tackles early on. And in the second half, they buckled that up. You know, they got better. And I think they ended up uh, going two for two in the red zone, right, in the in the second half uh, f- to finish uh, two for five. But uh, I, I really think that just a few things, ha- being better in the red zone, tackling early so the other team can't build up their confidence, and then uh, third down defense. Getting the other team off the field, you know, giving your offense the opportunity to, you know, execute and and capitalize uh, when they are, you know, out there. So uh, some things to clean up and hopefully today is the day they do that. Fred Taylor with us. It was a good sign, though, to see wide receivers running open in this. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's been a minute since we've seen that on a regular basis around here. That's a good start. You got a veteran receiving core and they can get open that's a good thing good place to be yeah definitely uh very much so uh jp the good thing what i enjoy because you know I, i'm i'm you know i play a little fantasy football here and there i heard about and that. uh just i'm going through the re- receiving core and i need a receiver you know after uh keenan allen went down i'm like okay hmm well she's christian kirk got 12 targets you know, he had a nice 49-yard uh, reception there, 100, 100 yards. I uh, would have liked to see him, uh, you know, not stumble right there. If the ball was thrown a little bit better, you know, he would have been able to catch that in stride and score a touchdown. He looked amazing. Zay Jones, nine targets. You know, had a, so the targets are high is what I'm getting at. And so I was able to pick up one of those guys. I'm not going to tell you who, but. I, I took one of them on my roster uh, uh, yesterday on the transaction on the on the waiver wire, uh, but it, it's good to see them running open. You know the O line. You know they minimized a lot of the pressure uh, early on. I thought they, you know, were going to struggle against that veteran D line, but they actually held up okay. I think um, uh, the rookie center. I have memory lapse at times. I forget his name right Luke now. Fortner. Fortner. He did well. 
you know, he did well versus the pro bowler and uh, leaders of that defensive front uh, from Washington. So, um, you know, given all things, man, uh, failed two-point conversion, you missed a field goal, and then you have a drop by ETN that could have potentially converted. Uh, you give up a big play by Shaquille Griffin. They're on the sideline late. Some miscommunication early on a touchdown on Shaquille's side. So, I mean, just a whole lot of stuff, JP, that they can definitely go and clean up and really give this coach team, you know, a, a, a run. Fred Taylor with us. Let's flip it to defense. Now, last season, Fred, the Jaguars had nine takeaways all year long. Awful. They, it's awful, right? They had three mm-hmm. in week one. That's a good step in the right direction. Impact players making big-time plays. Uh, the most spectacular of those, though, was the Trayvon Walker interception where he comes off and jumps in front of the screen and stiff arms a guy. And if right. it wasn't for the quarterback cutting him and tackling him, he's in for the end zone, into the end zone for a touchdown. It's a great, it's a good beginning for him. Um, he had some splash impact plays, but uh, what can he do more in this defense? He's going to be tested to to really see what he can do today. You know, a, a week ago, uh, they played a team that wasn't as dynamic as this Colts team is going to be because we know what the Colts want to do. You know, they want to come in and pound it and, and give the ball to Jonathan Taylor 31 times again if they can afford that. You know, the, the good thing that I noticed from our overall defense um, is that they're pretty stout versus the run. You know, they look pretty good versus the run. Uh, what I said earlier about them coming up being better tacklers, not letting the ball carries carrier getting started uh, is what they need to improve at. But across the front, they look pretty stout against the run, and they're going to need that today. And I think just overall, you know, rallying to the ball, uh, being, you know, uh, uh, turnover happy, hustling, and those plays will create turnovers. And I, and I, I really think that they have a great opportunity to go out there, play some amazing defense, minimize Pittman. You know, he's going to be the number one target for Matt Ryan and Jonathan Taylor. That's where it all starts. It's a different type of game plan this week. But uh, I think they're capable of getting it done. I will go out on a limb, JP, and I know we got more time, but I'm going to guarantee this win. I, I just – I know that I, in the past I've – you know, I'm not out there playing, obviously, so my, my word don't always mean a lot. And I pray that the people out there gambling don't take, you know, what I say here to go and try and make bets. But uh, in the in my heart of hearts, you know, looking at how the team looked a week ago, looking at how the Colts play versus the Texans, I do think we can stop the run. It's going to be all day dog fight. I think we can start stop the run. Uh, I've never really been overly impressed with Matt Ryan, and I think we can get after him as well with the front. So uh, with that, if we get uh, opportunistic in a turnover uh, category, stop the run, we can win this game because our offense is going to score on their defense. Fred Taylor's stone cold lock of the week. Jaguars. That's my, that, the cool. Yeah. I, t- I told a few guys that a couple days ago. Uh, I was talking to Ryan and Channing. We were doing some stuff for uh, DraftKings. You know, they were like, so what's your, uh, what's your lock? You know, uh, away from the camera, they asked me what my lock was. And I and I said this game because I, I really feel that. I'm just looking at the matchup. You know, Jacksonville is a much better improved team. I think they're ranked like 31st. I just saw the rankings come out a few days ago. 
and they were ranked 31st in the NFL overall. They're, they're, they're better than the Texans. The Texans were ranked, I think, like uh, 28th or something. So Jacksonville will win this game. Fred Taylor with us. All right, I'm going to give you um, an off-the-cuff one or the other and why. Jonathan okay. Taylor or Derrick Henry? <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> Woo. Oh man, can I can I take you the long route or you need a quick answer? Because no, the long, long route is I, I, I'm a this Florida is for the boy. podcast only. So I'm a, I'm a Florida boy. I gotta rock with my Florida boys. Derrick Henry, he's a whole different type of animal. You know, he's an amazing animal. He's you know, aside from you know his his rookie year, I believe after that, he's just been doing stuff that we hadn't really seen at that position, especially from a big guy you know, of that stature. Uh, and then Jonathan JT on the flip side, you know, I'm a little bit biased seeing, you know, a 28 with Taylor on the back run down the field. And I, I kind of love to see that other than this matchup. And I've grown to know JT. Um, man, that's a good one. You, you stumped me on that one. But um, it, it's, it's a narrow margin for me. And I think that uh, I got to stay in the state. I got my Florida tattoo right here. You know, even though he sold us out, he didn't go to Florida. He went to Bama. Your, you know, your school, your place. I still got to go with Derrick Henry. Uh, I, I want to go with the young juice and John, JT, um, but I, I, I got to go with Derrick Henry. I mean, uh, yeah, Derrick um, Henry, because he's he he's just been a monster. He's shown consistency. Uh, he's two thousand yard back. Um, JT still has to get there. Uh, he's capable. He's more than capable. I love both of their running style. Um, I don't know if I, I, I think in my short list of top five backs in the league, I don't know how my mind works. I love guys that has the same running style as me, you know, so that's how I've been picking my top five. And, and sometimes, uh, sometimes Derrick Henry, he doesn't make the list all the time. You know, even though here I'm telling you I'll take him over JT for purposes of building a, a, a franchise. But when I go do my top five, I don't know, man. Sometimes he's not in there. I mean, I like Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara. And um, I said JT, so Derrick Henry. So it's Derrick Henry, Nick Chubbs. But he's definitely before Nick Chubbs. So uh, I don't know, man. But that was a good one. The good thing is I'm not a GM right now. You see, I say right now because you never know, but uh, it might not ever be. Keeping your options uh, open, Fred. I like that. Yeah, you got to, man. You got to. Uh, And uh, these guys are great, though. Both of them are great, you know, and and both of them are in the AFC South. So I get uh, multiple opportunities to watch them uh, because I'm going to watch my Jaguars. So uh, I just love both of their uh, running styles and, and what they bring to their teams respectively. Brett, always a pleasure. Always love the insight and uh, always learn a lot of football talking with you. We'll uh, we'll catch you again next time. Always looking forward to it, man. Jaguars. Lock. <laughs>